0: Hey, it's Jen Garrett here, and welcome to the Move the Ball podcast. I've helped thousands of people to develop their own personal game plan to achieve that next level of greatness. Now, I'm on a mission to help you utilize the same tools and strategies of professional athletes, Fortune 500 executives, and successful entrepreneurs to elevate your hustle and get you across your goal line. So get ready. It's your time to move the ball. Hey everyone, Jen Garrett here. It's so great to be back with you on another episode of move the ball. This episode is part of my special path to the draft series, where I'm having conversations with NFL draft prospects on their path to the draft. So I'm excited about today's guest. Many of you listening know that I'm still serving as an Army Judge Advocate, and my guest today also has a service connection. As part of this series, I've already featured one player from the U.S. Naval Academy, who you may have heard his episode, Cameron Kinley, and I've got another Naval Academy guy today inside the huddle with us and ready to share his story and talk about his path to the draft is Peter Nestrowitz. Peter is an offensive guard who played college football at the U.S. Naval Academy. He started in all 10 games of the midshipman season this year, and he was named first team All-American Athletic Conference. During his 32 games of his college football career, Peter mostly played left guard, but he's also played tight end and tackle, too, and we'll talk about that more in the show. Peter, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, I appreciate you being here with me today. And as your sisters in arms, it is an honor. And I will have to say, just like I did on the episode with Cam, go Army, beat Navy. Sorry, it's nothing personal. <laughs> all good. rough to
1: here, but all good.
0: <laughs> all right. So let's start off with you telling us more about your story. How did you get into football?
1: I got into football. It's like my local town. They had the Taco Football League when you start third grade. So my dad was a coach for it. So he just kind of got into it. I want to try all sports when I was a little kid because find your passion. So kind of just started at a young age and just enjoyed it and just kind of stuck with it.
0: And tell us, what was it about football that you really fell in love with? What was it about the game that excited you?
1: I would say mostly just teamwork. And a lot of the other sports I did, like a big sport I did that no one really thinks about is swimming. And just kind of that's more of like just a you in the pool against people. I think the football aspect of just the teamwork and like you can be as good as you are but you're only strong as your weakest link. And throughout my time, just playing with different guys and just becoming a team every year is just an amazing experience that i think everyone needs.
0: Absolutely. And in my book Move the Ball, i talk about a number of lessons that football teaches us. Teamwork is part of that, and there's so many others that help us to grow as individuals, as leaders, as professionals. Can you share with us in your mind what are some of those lessons that you've learned from football that you think you'll take to continue on in your next chapter as well as just to be successful in life?
1: I would think a lesson i learned through football that's helped me even now would just be hard work pays off. It's kind of like, whatever you do, if you put the most work in and you try the hardest, you'll see the results come out of it. And you're the only person who knows if you're really trying as hard as you could. But it's just kind of everything you do, you got to do as hard as you can, because you never know when it really matters or when your chance will come. So it's just hard work pays off. And I've seen that I've seen it work. If you don't give all you got, it's kind of obvious. So I just think hard work pays off is something that Football has taught me and that will stay with me throughout my an entire life.
0: Well, I think that's an important lesson. Definitely, what you get out of life is a function of what you put into it and how hard you work. So, I think it's an important lesson to take away from it. So, you've been known as a versatile player, been a triple option offensive lineman. Can you share with us what are some of the things that have really been key to your success?
1: I like to start with versatile. Not many people know that I played tight end for two games. I feel like I'm the only one ever talking about that. You know, I want more people to know. I would just say the Neville academy kind of forces you to be versatile. There's very few guys you hear that come here that have played triple option in high school and coming in, basically everyone's at the same level. 99% of the guys have no idea what the offense is, no idea what's happening. So it's kind of, you need to be open. The coaches do a good job at that. It's just kind of like a fire hose, but you can take it. You just need to give it time. Even seeing guys now, like from watching, from like step back perspective and just going to practice and watching the younger guys, it's definitely a lot, but it's definitely capable of being done as you can see from the older guys. So it's just kind of, Take a step back and just kind of a big thing we preach, at least with the offense, is just kind of being good at everything. For O-line, you never know if you're going to play left tackle, left guard, center, right guard, right tackle. Your position is everything on the O-line. So it's just kind of having that idea and just kind of being open is just an important thing within the Naval Academy, football, and just football in general.
0: Sure. And as you look at your career and going to the next level in the NFL – What do you think is really going to help you to play at that higher level and be successful?
1: I would just say a lot of the lessons the the academy has taught me, like the football team as well, too, It's just I know how to work hard. We have a lot of hard days here academically, football-wise. Sometimes you just have to put your head down and grind. And I feel like in the league, it's just it's your job now to be an athlete. So it's just you need to have that switch and be able to work basically as hard as you can just to make it every day. And you have to do that every single day. And here at the academy, you need to work hard every day or it will catch up to you. I feel like for me, that's my selling point. I think it's just hard work and just my determination to make it and just really wanting to. So I just, I would say that is.
0: Okay, and we know that the great Athletes on the field, the great leaders in life, they're always focusing. It's not just the hard work. It's that continual improvement, right? So share with us, what are some of the things that you're currently working on improving, whether it be on the field to perfect your craft or just to be a better leader, a better person in life?
1: A big thing that I've kind of noticed without even trying to, I started going to the football practices now and you kind of see how the game is through a coach's eyes. And it's very different from what you believe it is as a player. So just trying to better understand the game and the players that are playing it because that could always help. And just trying to work hard in the gym, just trying to get myself stronger and bigger because that's what everyone's saying. You know, I'm not the biggest guy, but hopefully everyone believes I'm the toughest guy because that's what my goal is. And also just trying to learn the game because triple option is not in the NFL. So when I was at the Hula Bowl and Tropical Bowl, they were all laughing at me when I was trying to get into my little triple option stance just to show, but I could do it all. But just trying to perfect that standard offense now.
0: Sure. And share with us, what was your most memorable game playing college football?
1: That's a tough one. Most memorable would probably be my junior year, the Army-Navy game, which I will be honest with the only time we beat Army, but it was <laughs> definitely the most memorable.
0: Well, the Navy has had their decade of dominance in the past. So for us, Army folks we will take the wins when we can get them because there was a Yeah, time that
1: was there. definitely the, the biggest game for me.
0: Outside of beating Army, which is probably the biggest thing that it's a game that we both look forward to, right? Every year. And it's a rivalry, but it's a fun thing to see. And it's part of tradition. Was there any reason why that was a memorable game for you outside of the victory or was just beating Army?
1: I'd probably just go with saying like the team. I say every year, it's a new team every year. And just that year, everything clicked. Like the offensive line, like all four of those other guys that played with me, like they were awesome. QB, Malcolm Perry was amazing running backs, feedbacks, everything was clicking, it just felt amazing. And every time you see a long run, it was just you're doing it like your best friends. And that just makes everything way better. So it was just kind of like remembering and like every now and then I'll like think of a player in that game. It's just like, wow, that was amazing. Like it was fun. Like football was really fun that day.
0: Sure. I bet. Yeah. So you talked about the offense or your teammates clicking and the offense's performance really depends on everyone that's on the offensive line and the entire offensive team having a great relationship. Can you share with us some of the things that you've done to always continue to make sure that you guys have a strong relationship?
1: I think it's just simply like in the locker room before practices, you'll see guys in there like an hour early, just like hanging out, stretching and just talking. I guess like honest with each other too. Like when I got help from guys, like that were older than me when I, cause I started as a sophomore, I would be honest. Like I need help and they would help me. Like everyone's really friendly at the academy. The coaches always say that they recruit the same type of person, which is true to an extent, but we're all still different people, but everyone's motivated here. Everyone that comes here that plays football is motivated motivated to win, motivated to do good at school. There's only certain people that they let in here.
0: Sure. And I mean, it's very elite and exclusive to be able to attend a service academy. And so the people that attend are definitely people who are focused on leadership and excellence. And so one other question that I want to ask you about is being a military leader. What does that mean to you? And what do you think are some of the lessons that you've learned from just being at the academy, not just football specifically, but being at the academy that will help you to be successful?
1: I think a big thing was just being there for people. Like you never know what people are going through especially here, like you never know who's having a bad day, who had something happen at home. And it's just kind of just being that helping hand. Because like, it's easy to fall in that rut where you're just kind of like in your room or like on the field, just just like you're to yourself focused on what you're doing. But just spreading a hand every now and then can really help people. So it's just kind of that leadership aspect of just being there for your people. I guess being there without them asking you all the time, it's tough to ask somebody for help. But if someone's just there like, Oh, do you need help? Like that just makes everything a lot easier. So, I would just say that.
0: Sure. So, I want to ask you, you mentioned the Hula Bowl, the Tropical Bowl. So, let's talk about those real quick. You played in both of those bowls. What were those experiences like for Let's talk about the Tropical Bowl first. What was that like for you?
1: The Tropical Bowl was good. So, the Tropical Bowl was the first game. So, it was kind of just like me trying to have been in pads for a little bit. I was a little nervous, but it was really nice. Got to fly down to Florida. Florida's amazing. It was good. I got to meet a lot of guys. I had a good coach who was helping me with just learning the new offense play a little center for the first time in like, a, I guess a, more of a game experience. That was really good. Hopefully for scouts to see and everything, but it was a really good experience. And it was also the first time I haven't been football in Navy in a long time. So it's kind of seeing like people like how they train or how they stretch and, just seeing different aspects of it because at the Navy, it's like this tradition, but you know, we kind of do the same stuff a lot of the times, like with stretching and things. So it was cool seeing different way people do football, like indie and things like that.
0: Oh, sure. Absolutely. And then let's talk about the Hula Bowl. So you went out to Hawaii and along with Cam uh, were the two Navy guys that were invited to participate in the Hula Bowl. And fun fact, you two, it was the first time that two Navy players had been invited to the Hula Bowl, I think since 1999. So it was quite a while. So talk to us about what it was like getting to have your Navy teammate there with you playing in the Hula Bowl as well, and just that experience.
1: Yeah, it was amazing. I was a little upset that we were both on different teams, but I can understand why they wanted us to split us up a little bit. But no, it was an amazing experience. It was, I'd never been to Hawaii before. It was beautiful. And they put us in a nice resort, ate some great food, played some great football. Me and Cam, we experienced like the whole, I guess, Hawaii culture. We went surfing, a group of eight of us. It was just really good experience, me like getting to do that with a bunch of other really good guys that haven't been there before.
0: Sure, absolutely. I'm sure it's it's an experience that you'll be talking about for years and years to come, right? Yes, for sure. So last question before we go into my two-minute drill. How do you stay mentally locked in on game day?
1: It's definitely a tough thing to do. Our coach, Nehemiah, like he preaches like just being locked in. And just being ready for battle, basically. Football is basically a battle on the field. I just like listening to music. I usually lay down, have some Teddy Grahams before. That's like my snack of choice before a game. But yeah, I just listen to music. I usually watch some TV before like in the hotel. But I like to go like walk around, say hi to everybody, get the mood in. Just The more you tense up, the more you make of it. So... You just got to stay loose out there and just treat it as a game, but also treat it you own out like playing every other day.
0: Sure. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to take you through my two minute drill. I'm going to ask you seven fun questions. Are you ready? Yes, I am. All right. First question is outside of football. What do you like to do?
1: I'm a big fan of art and painting, especially when we were stuck in quarantine, I would paint a lot. So that was nice.
0: Oh, that's awesome. How about what is your favorite professional sports team? And it doesn't have to be football.
1: New York Giants. Me and my dad always grew up watching New York Giants together. We'd go to like preseason games because it was hard to go during the season, but i go to preseason games. It was awesome.
0: Nice. How about what's your favorite movie?
1: Favorite movie? Probably Fast and Furious. I've seen basically every one almost in theater with my dad and my mom. So it's kind of a tradition we have. So Fast and Furious.
0: Is there one in the series that you like the best?
1: I'd probably say four, just because it was kind of the first one we really went to in theater together. And I remember we went to a big IMAX. And it was like two ourselves because it was like a Saturday morning, but definitely that.
0: It's a great series. I mean, they've definitely done it well because they've had so many movies throughout the thing. And I think they're doing another one too. I'm not, don't quote me on that. I don't know, but I think that they're going to do another one.
1: Yeah, they are. It's definitely hard to make a movie series that long. Not many movie series have been able to do that and make quality movies out of it.
0: Right. Absolutely. All right. My next question is what's your favorite food?
1: Favorite food? probably bagels nice bagel sandwich
0: any type of bagel that you prefer
1: oh yeah (laughs) egg taylor ham and cheese
0: nice combo all right how about what is the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach
1: it's a tough one i'd probably say it's it's not personal it's their job and they want you to get better but you have to it's not personal when a coach is yelling at you or something like that like you you have to take it where it is and they want you to succeed they're your coach so just i'd say that
0: Gotcha. And then what is the best piece of advice that you would give somebody?
1: Probably go back from the beginning and hard work pays off.
0: Sure. That's an important one. Simple, but it's important for sure.
1: Yeah. I, I stole it from a CrossFitter, Matt Frazier.
0: Gotcha. All right. My next question, the last one is you are hosting a dinner party and you could invite three famous people living or deceased. Who would you pick and why?
1: Yeah, it's a tough one. This might be a weird one, but I think the three people I would choose would be Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. Yes. Just because it'd be awesome to talk to him. Andre the Giant, the WWE wrestler, and then also Brian Shaw, the strong man, who's won four times.
0: Okay. Interesting conversation I think you'll have with those three, for sure.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. But seeing those guys, I feel like it'd be an interesting dinner.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah. All right, so as we look to close the show, tell people how can they follow you on your journey?
1: Probably through my Instagram, but I've been posting stuff. We just had a pro day. Also follow Cameron Kinley, Miles Fels. You know, we're always training with each other here at the Academy. So just doing what we could do, but yeah, Instagram for sure.
0: Okay, and we'll be sure to put those links in the show notes too so people can follow you and follow Cameron and all your Navy brethren on their journey. Well, Peter, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been a true pleasure.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, I wish you much success in the draft and in this next chapter. And thanks to everyone for listening to today's episode. And we will catch you next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball.